Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In today's Gospel reading, Christ calls upon us all to be a light to the world. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine, shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. A light is to be seen. If it is on a hill, it can be seen even for miles around. A light on a hill is there to guide people. If you have ever experienced walking in the complete dark, not knowing what is ahead or around you, and then you see the lights of a building, it is with a great sense of relief, reassurance, and as a guide for your direction. But how are we to be the light on the hill? St. Paul, in his letter to Titus, points us in the direction as to how we can be a light to the world. Titus 3.8 How true and faithful is this message. I want you to especially emphasize, affirm strongly, these truths, so that those who believe in God will be careful to devote themselves to doing good works. It is always beautiful and profitable for believers to do good works. And then in Titus 14, encourage the believers to be passionately devoted to beautiful works of righteousness by meeting the urgent needs of others and not being unfruitful. That's from the Passion Translation. In the Amplified Bible Translation, it states, this is a faithful and trustworthy saying. And concerning these things, I want you to speak with great confidence so that those who have believed God, that is, those who have trusted in and relied on and accepted Christ Jesus as Savior, will be careful to participate in doing good and honorable things. These things are excellent in themselves, and profitable for the people. Our people must learn to do good deeds to meet necessary demands, whatever the occasion may require, so that they will not be unproductive. So according to St. Paul, it is in doing good and honorable things that will be beneficial to each of us, and in so doing, we will be a shining light on the hill. Now, we can understand these good works that St. Paul talks about in several ways. Firstly, to do good works, we need to be, to be opening ourselves to the Holy Spirit and growing spiritually. It is through cafes with a double S, confession, almsgiving, fasting, Eucharist, Scripture, and the saints, undergirded by prayer, that we open ourselves to the activity of the Holy Spirit. In and of themselves, cafes and prayer are good things. 
quietly getting on with our lives prayerfully. If we listen to the stories of the great saints, it is by the action of the Holy Spirit within that they become a beacon to the world. It is in our interactions with others, being helpful to others, politeness, prayerfulness, stillness, respectfulness, being other, not of this world. Cafes plus prayer is what will lead us in the correct direction. But we could also understand being light to the world and good works at another level of meaning. We have not been called to be like the world. We have not been called to be liked by the world. We have been called by God to become pillars of light. That is, lights to the world. We have been called by God to be purified of our passions and our sins, to be illumined with divine grace, to be deified by his indwelling, and to become the lights to the world. We are called to be saints. The saints are our role models for being a light to the world. We are called to become Christ-like, to be the presence of Christ in the world. We are called to progress through purification and illumination and be filled with the light of Christ and so shine forth the light of Christ to the world. In John 8, 12, Christ says, I am light to the world, and those who embrace me will experience life-giving light, and they will never walk in darkness. We must remember that the saints were just like you and me, they are not a separate class that we look at in awe and say, oh, I could never be like that. They were sinners like us. They were raised by parents who were sinners like us. They lived in a sinful world like us. They had passions like us. And they had temptations like us. But the saints lived up to the calling to become lights to the world. They beckon each of us to do the same. We have heard of many instances of saints being filled with the uncreated light. There is the recorded instance by Motovilov of St. Seraphim of Sarov being filled with the uncreated light. I have just read about a hierarch monk early last century at the Valam Monastery in Russia who every time he served divine liturgy would shine as Jesus did on the Mount of Transfiguration. He would become illumined and his face would be so bright that the priests who were serving with him asked him if he would cover his face 
because the light that came forth from him was so bright that they could not stand it. So he would take the air, and when he was finished shaking it during the reciting of the creed, he would cover his face with it. He would serve liturgy with the air cloth over his face so that those who were in the altar could abide his presence. That is our calling, to be filled with the light of Christ and to be truly lights to the world. We are warned in both the Gospel and the Epistle to be ever vigilant with regards to visiveness. This will not lead to being a light on the hill, but rather the reverse. It will hide the light under a bushel. In Titus 3.9, but avoid, avoid useless controversies, genealogies, pointless quarrels and arguments over the law, which will get you nowhere. In the Amplified Bible it says, but avoid foolish and ill-informed and stupid controversies and genealogies and dissensions and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. St. Paul instructs us in 2 Timothy 2.14, be committed to teach the believers all these things when you are with them in the presence of the Lord. Instruct them never to be drawn into meaningless arguments or tear each other down with useless words that only harm others. The translation from the Passion Bible. Need I say more? It is destructive, draws us away from the faith and does not in any way, shape or form enable us to grow in the faith. It closes us off from the Holy Spirit. The sin of pride prevails and is destructive. It is more beneficial for each of us to avail ourselves of cafes and the resultant being open to the activity of the Holy Spirit and to grow in Christ. That is our calling, to become Christ-like. Then we truly become a light on the hill to the world. All those endless and unnecessary controversies and disputes we witnessed, especially on social media over the last two years, have done so much spiritual damage to people. It saddens me greatly. I came across some spiritual advice by Mother Silowana to a young adult. I thought it would be appropriate to finish the sermon with it, for she gives some pertinent advice with regards to the direction we need to be taking. The question from a young adult, I am looking for my mission in life for my purpose on earth. I ask God to show me what he wants from me, what I should do until I die. I fasted for a long time, but in the last six months, 
I have had no clear thoughts about what is true for me. Mother Siloana's response. Yes, this generation wants miracles, signs, and miracles. My dear child, give this up and keep a fast according to the holy rules of the church and nourish yourself because you might suffer from a lack of minerals and so you might not feel God's presence at all. After a well-kept fast, when you taste a little bit of fish, a little bit of blessed meat, and you praise God, then you meet him in the feast of your taste. Each of us has our own rule. There is a rule for St. Joseph the Hesychist, another rule for Mother Siloana, and another rule for each one of us. So what should you do? You should not think anymore. You should transform every thought into prayer. To know God, to see God, we need to be quiet. And our mind is not quiet. It is constantly moving. And so we need to give it a movement that is not ours. Prayer is not ours. The Jesus prayer is not ours. It belongs to Jesus. And he prays in us, not us. The Holy Spirit prays in us, not us. When we say our Father, it is the prayer of our Savior. It is not our prayer. And when you say our Father aloud, you are quiet. And this is the quietness of the mind which makes God present in our lives. And gives yourself and give yourself up to his will. What is his will? When you wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, say your prayers. Don't look with anger at your wife or your neighbor. Don't curse when you are in traffic. Forgive the ones who persecute you. And when you feel bad, offer it to him so he can send his grace into those feelings and call to him everywhere and at all times. We have lots of work to do. This is all. Of times when I have I was saying, Lord Jesus Christ, like a parrot. Because at first we say the prayer like, like parrots. We're all parrots at first. Not in the very beginning when we have grace, but afterward. I was waiting for something to happen, just like you are. I was waiting for something. I was waiting for a change. And then I acquired the interior conviction. This is all. This is all. Do you understand? Christ is all. He is present in his name. If his name is present in me, then he is present in me. If I, with my psyche, with my desires, with my passions, am not able to feel him and celebrate him yet, this is because I am still ill. It's the same when I can't feel the fragrance of flowers, 
because I have a stuffy nose. It doesn't mean that the flowers are not fragrant. So we need to be patient for a long time until we get healed of this spiritual cold, until we get cleansed of our demonic pride, which doesn't let us feel God's grace. This is the faith that gives us life. This is what we have to do. We are all his servants and his apostles. Each of us, wherever we are and whatever we do, from the smallest gestures, especially from the smallest things that we do in his name and for him. When you do good things, do them in his name. And when you do bad things, pray to him not to count them against you. I think it is St. John Chrysostom who says to thank God for the good because it stays with you, and also for the bad, because it passes. This is your purpose on life. Amen. Rejoice.